Welcome to Cosmic You, the podcast where we explore the depths of spirituality, self-discovery, and the mysteries of the universe. I'm Holly. And I'm Bree. Through our journey, we've discovered that the universe is a reflection of our inner selves, and by exploring the cosmos, we can discover new insights which guide us to unlock our true potential. Each week, we'll be diving into a new topic related to spirituality, inviting guests along the way who are experts and thought leaders in their field to join us to share their unique insights and perspectives. Throughout conversations, we hope to inspire you to discover the sacred within yourself and the world around you. We are so excited to embark on this journey with you. Welcome to Cosmic You. Welcome to another episode of Cosmic You. We have a super exciting episode today that I have selfishly been wanting to have ever since we started the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to do a little bit of a Q&A or an interview with Brie all about numerology. And Brie has taught me so much about numerology, but I think the coolest thing that that has been for me is it's taught me so much more about myself and like the people that are around me and in my world. And if you know me, I will probably ask you all the time what your birthday is now, not so I can determine your star sign, but so I can know what, (laughs) what your life path number is. It's so fascinating and it's this whole world that is going to show you the potential of who you are and your power and what you're here to do. So I am super excited for this episode. Bree? I'm super excited too. I feel like not many people know about numerology. A lot of people understand astrology and now human design's making a pretty big impact in the world. But I feel like we really don't understand the power of numbers and patterns and the vibrations that each number holds and just how embedded it is in everything that we do and I think a lot of people too have dismissed numerology because comparably to other systems it is quite simple Mm. but just because a system is simple doesn't mean that it's not powerful and I guess that's what I've been trying to teach people yeah and I think like in simplicity is where there's power sometimes because it you just see yourself clearly is what I've experienced from it. And I think, yeah, there's just so many different, like it's simple, but there's also so many different layers to it, I think, to help you understand yourself and what you're here to do and why things are challenging or what you're moving through. And it's, yeah, it's quite powerful. Yeah, it's interesting, actually. I've probably done close to 200 readings now. and What? Yeah. It's so weird to say I've been a numerologist for 10 years. It's like, how old am I? Don't judge me. (laughs) Um, But every time I do a reading, I always get a little bit nervous, like, oh, I hope this resonates. And then I start to talk and you just see the person light up because they feel so seen. Yes. And I've had a few people actually start crying during a reading or they message me afterwards when they listen back to their reading and they, yeah, they say it's like it's just such a big thing for them because... They have been craving this this reflection for so long. And I know that was my experience when I first found numerology is I felt like I finally had permission to be who my soul came here to be. And all of a sudden it was like slowly, slowly, like it was a very long process, but slowly, slowly I started taking the mask off and actually allowing my authentic self to step forward because I saw myself reflected in this report. Because mm. it's your vibration. It's, you know, so much of our life is when you're in this world, you fit into this box and you should mould into that because that's what is right for you to be doing. And mm. I think we have to dim so many parts of ourselves or we think, oh, why am I like that? Like that's that doesn't fit in here. But numerology, I think, just shows you, no, that's your greatest gift to be that and you are supposed to be that and that's your gift to the world and it just gives you so many little like you know hints not even hints just like if you're struggling with something or you're moving through something it's like oh yeah this is in your chart you can see like why that's your challenge right now or whatever it is completely because I guess that's the power too right it it's not just showing you who you are it's showing you what energy you're currently working with and moving through yeah and what major lessons you're here to learn which is such a powerful aspect of this mm. this system 
So can you talk a little bit about people's life path number? Because this is probably, I think, what people would find out first most of the time commonly, would you say, is how people enter into the world of numerology? Yeah, for sure. I think life path number is the equivalent of your sun sign or your star sign in astrology. Mm -hmm. So this is a really key aspect in your in your chart and really tells us what you're meant to do in this lifetime so your soul urge number tells you who your soul is like who you are at your core essence but your life path literally tells you that who you're meant to be in this life kind of thing like Mm -hmm. what you're meant to do like how it kind of shows up in the physical material world sort of yeah, it just kind of gives you a bit of a hint as to what you're naturally talented as, um, at and how that could manifest. It also tells me a lot as well as a numerologist about what lessons you're here to face and what you're really here to develop. So what we see happen a lot of the time is we work through four major pinnacles in life, We work through f- which are basically four major lessons. And when we're earlier on in our life, when we're a little baby soul, and we're still on our journey and we haven't quite got through all of our lessons, we see that people really sit in the not self or the the lower vibrations of the number. Mm. But as we start to learn and evolve and grow, we see people go from sitting below the line to sitting above the line. And that's when you really start to see people blossom and really come into their own, mm. which is really beautiful. So when I when you do a reading with someone, you can really start to pinpoint, okay, this is this is sort of sitting below the line, this aspect of, of this number. So I need to do a bit of work around this to bring it up here mm. so that I can really start to embody this highest expression of myself. And is your highest expression of yourself you matching the vibration of your life path or, or just your chart? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So in all of this as well, it's hard not to jump into other aspects. Yeah. Your soul urge number tells us what is most important to your soul in this lifetime. And that comes from your name at birth. So that's how we calculate that. So your name at birth was not an accident, even if it got shifted, even if there's an incorrect letter in there, even if your mum didn't know how to spell it (laughs) and just sounded it out, you know. Um, It was completely on purpose because it gave you the vibration that your soul craves in this lifetime so basically once you find out your soul urge number if you can bring that aspect into everything you're doing your soul will be happy and will feel fulfilled Mm. which is so powerful to know totally and it's almost like we chose our names our parents didn't choose our names for us 100% like our little soul was whispering to them or something like pick this name because how often do you hear those stories of like my parents were tossing up like three different names and I wasn't named, I think, properly for like seven days or something. Wow. I think it, maybe not seven, maybe four, but I, it wasn't like set in stone yet what my name was. That's so interesting. And um, there's a few other names that I was going to be, but they landed on this name. Um, and you wow. hear that all the time, like, oh, we were going to call the baby this, we were going to call them that. But when they were born, we just felt that like this was their name. Like they're just something about it. All yeah. the other names drop off and that one is just the one that, that lands. Sticks. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a sole reason for that, which is so cool. Yeah. Really, really cool. Um, so sorry. I kind of went a bit. bit no, I love field. it. I love it. How do we, how do you determine what your life path number is? Like what's the process of figuring that out? Yeah. So the life path number is probably the easiest to work out. So All you need to do is write down the entirety of your date of birth as single digits, including the 19 or the 20. So Mm -hmm. I'm born on the 2nd of the 2nd, 1991. So I'd literally write 221991. And then I add each of those numbers as individual digits until I get the final number. So my date of birth adds up to 24. And then we break down that again. So two plus four equals six. So then I I know that I'm a 24-6 life path number. Mm -hmm. So a lot of numerologists just like to look at the final number. But what I've learned and found to be true is the energy that sits right before your main life path number tells us so much more about your destiny. 
So I like to include that. It's also important to highlight, so for your instance, you're a master number. So if your uh, if your date of birth adds up to an 11, 22 or 33, you are actually considered a master number in this lifetime, which means that you're quite an old soul and you're here to learn different lessons to everyone else basically and you're you naturally sit at a higher vibration but that's a that's a whole other conversation so then can master numbers potentially take longer to find where they fit in the world yeah so we don't usually what happens is for the first two pinnacles for the basically for the first half of their life we see them living out their energy as as if it wasn't a mask number, as if it was an individual digit. So what we see is that, for example, for the 11-2, we see that person really living out the vibrations of the single one and the two. And then it's not until around the third pinnacle, which is about 52 for a life path two, um, that's when we really start to see them step into their real like into into their power into their knowing into their wisdom they've accumulated all of these lessons along the way and now they really are embodying them and trusting themselves to go out as this master teacher that they were always meant to be but because as well you are because the master frequencies are here to learn and and be such big um important roles in society like doing master healer um, master builders and master teachers you do have to learn the the lessons of the people and a really big variety of lessons because you're not just here to have sympathy for people you're here to have empathy for people and that's a really big difference in those in those journeys what I love so much about numerology which you kind of when you're talking about the pinnacles of like you know really stepping into your power at this particular age is I think we all go on a path seeing other people achieve things before we do or other people having success or finding their purpose or whatever and being like why can't I like why can't I find mine yeah (laughs) and we think we're all on the same timeline just because we're born in the same year Mm. and we compare ourselves to other people where actually just because we're born in the same year and we're the same age as someone it doesn't mean that we should be achieving the same things that they're achieving like and I think that that just gives you this like moment of relaxation. Like I don't have to run anyone else's run. I don't have to play anyone else's game. And I just you, need to figure out what mine is. And you can't. You can't, you can't play literally. else's. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be, make for a very unsatisfying life. Mm. Yeah, which I love. It just it, it lets you live your life. I think, as you're meant to, instead of trying to, yeah, live someone else's life or mm. compare yourself constantly to someone else's. Yeah. It's really helpful, I think, having this actual report that you can just keep going back to and referencing. So whenever you feel like you're getting a little bit lost and kind of going going left field, you can just come back to this this reflection of yourself. Mm. And it's not overcomplicated and it's just there and it just is what it is and it doesn't change. Mm. Like you were born into this life for a reason and and here it is. Mm. And when you start to really dig into the numbers and understand them, you can't deny it, the power of it. Mm. Like I've like I said, I've never done a reading that hasn't resonated at such a deep level for people. Mm. And that's what I love about this system. Like it's 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 everywhere. Yeah. So can you talk about I think something that would be, you know, people can take this information everyone regardless of like what life path number you are or soul urge number uh could you talk about the personal years that people move through Mm -hmm. yeah what it is and we don't have to go into too much detail but uh maybe how you figure out what personal year you're in Mm -hmm. because I think for me like I'd learned my life path number and all this stuff and then when I like I learned personal years but then when I realized what personal year I was in I was like oh it makes sense why I'm moving through this stuff now and why these are my challenges and I think they're kind of a bit universal are they definitely yeah yeah. cool 
So basically what happens is we're on a nine-year cycle and within each pinnacle is nine years, nine sub-lessons underneath the major lesson. And the universe literally just guides you through this nine-year cycle so that you are able to learn and embody the major lesson that you're here to learn. So if you think about it like that. So every pinnacle actually starts on a nine year, which is interesting because nine is the the last number and is actually the number of endings and completions. Yeah, right. So you start your pinnacle clearing out anything, anyone, any habits that no longer serve you, that aren't in alignment to you. And depending on what type of nine year you're in, if you're in a flat nine or an 18 nine, depends on if you're going to be able to clear those out on your own or if you or if other people are going to leave your life because you can't leave them or if the universe has to actually step in and help you release these situations things people that aren't serving you so the nine years always a really big one because anything that isn't in alignment to you at your true essence will get a real big shake and things will start to come back into alignment after that. Mm. So actually it's interesting. A lot of my clients come to me when they're in a nine year. Really? A one year or a seven year or a four year actually because they're the big, they're the big meaty Icky ones. years. <laughs> yeah. I think it was I, I was in either a one or I just finished a one and I was heading in. I can't remember. I think that's, you might have been in the edge, the end of a one yeah, year. Yeah, that's so fascinating. I mm. love that. And that's really cool because that's showing that people are actually listening to their soul being like something feels wrong, like not wrong, but like something feels icky. Yeah. What I want to like, with yeah. And that's like seeking out help, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So go everyone that, that seeks yes. out a reading then. <laughs> so then we move into the one year and the one year is really big and really exciting because the one is all about laying foundations for the next, like for that cycle. So it's really important, whatever you do that year, whatever foundations you set for yourself, whatever people you introduce, whatever, perhaps there's a new job that comes in, you move houses, whatever it is, you're basically telling the universe, this is how I'm setting up this pinnacle. And this is what I want to be in my life during this period. So it's really important. And so I was in my one year last year. So that's why I made the very conscious decision to stop being I dropped I ended up dropping back into the same routine I had my corporate gig and things like this and I was like I don't want this pinnacle to end up exactly like the last one Mm. so I'm going to quit I'm going to pack up my house and I'm going to take myself on a three-month solo adventure because I want freedom and adventure to be part of this pinnacle that I'm creating and I'm telling the universe this is what I want this is who I am this is how I'm showing up So that now that foundation is set and I can keep bringing that through for the remainder of this pinnacle. Mm, That's cool. It's really cool, right? So we're just, by by understanding numbers and energy, we can start moving with the energy instead of resisting the energy. And I think that's the biggest thing here. Mm, Because I guess too, like if you have learnt ways or conditioned ways, right, there can be like things that come, you know, like you could have like this, drive to be like oh maybe I should quit my job <laughs> and maybe you don't know you're like well why would I like where's that coming from mm. but then to know this and be like oh that's why I'm having these inklings towards this like there's something else here at play and you know sometimes because we do change right mm. and to understand that that change is warranted and you don't need to be terrified of it like you can step into that change like and fully embody the vibration of all of that as these years come around and like I think there's a reason we celebrate birthdays right yeah it's like you're like we celebrate new years all the time but actually maybe the most powerful thing you could do is to reset your intention every time you have a birthday Mm -hmm. whereas like so many times we celebrate it but kind of glaze over it just like another day yeah Mm. and that's a good point actually these personal years do start and end on your birthday some people think they start and end at like with the calendar year, mm. but it's very much a personal thing. Mm. Um, and I actually forgot to say how to calculate this. I just realised. Let's do it. So how you calculate your pinnacle number is by adding your month of birth, your day of birth, and the current pers- and the current 
universal year. Like 2023. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, again, it would be two. So 2nd of February. So it would be two plus two plus two plus zero plus two plus three to calculate my personal year for this year. Yeah. So you use your date of like the day you were born in the month, the month, and then the current year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you get to a single digit. Uh, It doesn't really matter what's before the final digit Mm -hmm. for this one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So (laughs) two year. The two year is really interesting because the two year is all about, whereas the one's very independent and, do you mean, focused on foundations and, and new beginnings, the two's all about connection. So we see a lot of people meet the love of their life, get married, um, form a business partnership. Hey. Bree's in her two year. <laughs> I'm the love of her life. <laughs> business love of her life. <laughs> um, no, Bree's love of life is out there waiting. Where are you? <laughs> um, yeah, so it's all about connection. So it's interesting with this one is in the one year, you get to set the pace because you're setting your foundation. In the two year, it can often f- feel a bit slower because you are here to build these connections out with other people and you're kind of going to um, their timing. Mm. So it's really interesting the difference in, in, the, in the energy at play here. But it's really beautiful too and also you find that your intuition is super heightened and you're, um, you're more sensitive to energy during the two year as well. Because you're trying to build like that collaboration and connection. Yeah. Yeah. And just the two is just a way more tuned in energy. Is it more feminine this. than yeah. a one? Like one is masculine, two is... Correct. Fem- yep. So cool. Look at you. A little apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm just a sponge. You're a great teacher. <laughs> Ditto, doll. <laughs> All right. Um, less self-love. And <laughs> <laughs> so then we move into the three energy. So the three year is actually a really fun one. So during the three year, you're asked just to network as much as possible, to have fun, play, laugh, do mean create things. It's just a year of, it's almost just like the universe is like, okay, you've done a really good job. You know, you've, you've released what you needed to You've set your foundation. You've built your solid connections. Now have fun with it. Mm. Go and have fun and enjoy it. Like, yeah, just dance with life, literally. So that's you next year. That's me next year. That's fun. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then we move into the four year, which is what you're in at the moment. Mm -hmm. The four year can feel like you're trekking through the mud. It can feel really sticky and icky and like... Just hard work. Yeah. You're here to work hard because next year you're going to be really rewarded for your hard work. Mm. So the four in the four year, you're really laying the foundations. And one of the most important foundations that you can lay is your foundation of self. So what we really notice happen in the four year is that people really start to question who they are and how they want their life to look and they adjust their life accordingly. So you're, the resistance you're probably feeling is probably less around, what it, how did you say it, like um, stability and routine mm. and more about finding the right routine. Totally. And I've let go of quite a few structures and even things that, you know, two years ago I would have been like, this is where I'm going and now I'm like, hang on a minute, that's I don't think that's where I want to mm. go anymore um, and dropping – Uh, taking myself out of particular situations that I was in or things that I'm like, hang on, do I want the next few years of my life to look like this or do I want Mm. it to look like this? And the first six months of this personal year, I think, were quite hard because there was like all of these questions rising up and I was Mm. like, what? Why am I questioning (laughs) all of this? Yeah, I thought my foundation was set. Totally. Yeah. And then the last sort of... I would say three months have been probably the last two months is where it started to get lighter again, as in like I've listened, I've started to get rid of those things and now I'm finding my new like foundation and it feel I'm starting to get like quite excited again, Mm. which is nice. But yeah, there was a lot of questioning and, you know, especially being, oh, I just realised. I just saw that light bulb happen. I keep saying all the time, like, you know, what do I want the next five years to look like? And that's until the cycle 
you know, ends again. <laughs> yeah. And I keep being like, you know, the next five years, like what do I want it to look like? How do I want my days to feel? Like what's my routine? What's my structure? I don't want to get, you know, caught up in these types of routines or structures or it's very much been like the biggest question is how do I want to live my life? Mm. And trying to get rid of the things that don't align with that. Mm. It's really big but it's such an important one because whatever foundation you lay this year is going to allow you to spring into your five-year next year and really embrace that. Mm. So the five years completely different. It's your year of freedom and adventure, mm. which is perfectly aligned to your nine-week Europe yeah. holiday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brie was like, you should go on a holiday. And I was like, well, I'm away for my birthday when I go into my five-year and then I'm going away again. Completely. You've killed it. Yeah. It's amazing how many people come to me and I, I start to tell them like what's going on, what what year and what month they're in. And they're like, oh, actually I've booked a, I've booked a uh, holiday for that month, which is my five month. Mm. Or like, you know, that's my five year or whatever. Yeah, so good. It's really cool. It's, it's amazing seeing people who are just intuitively trusting and, and moving through their life and then mm. it's just confirmed for them. Yeah. That's so beautiful. Yeah. But yeah, the five year is really fun. You, the only thing you need to think about during your five year when you're off on all these adventures and there's all this freedom all of a sudden after like laying these mm. foundations is that you're going to have so many options coming in. So be discerning. Be discerning and just really notice that your energy's going to feel like it wants to scatter because there's just all these different options and you need to really come back to that four energy and make sure you remain grounded mm. in the chaos. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, which is why having a solid foundation this year is going to be really important. Supportive. So much is going to come flying in next year for you and it's going to be amazing to see all these different options that mm. come in and just, yeah, remaining mindful of how you approach that. Mm. And also being like just because there's an opportunity there doesn't mean it's for me. Completely. Like being discerning of what did I lay the foundation for? Am I honouring that or am I just saying yes to anything because it's an opportunity that's there and open door waiting like not yeah. every opportunity is the right one Completely. and it's kind of like a lesson for you I guess testing you you laid this foundation mm. is this you know can you see it through and it's like the universe is always like you told us you want this do you really or are you going to drop back mm. test 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 <laughs> love it good old test <laughs> I'm here for the tests I like being you know 100% <laughs> So then after the five year, we move into the six year and the six year is all about family, home life, um, love. It's like this really beautiful nurturing energy. We find that oftentimes anytime you try and go outside of the home during that year, your energy will just get pulled back to your family, to your friends, um, to your relationships. You might renovate your house, buy a house. There might be a pregnancy or a new addition to the home. Um, it might, you know, there might be a wedding like around you and the family, things like this. Or it could even be like your your parents need you to help them with something, mm. you know, or care for them. It's always a big year for family and friends. Mm. So knowing that, that that year comes up in the cycle if you're someone who's really career orientated or ambitious, things like this, it's good to know that that year's coming because you obviously don't want to try and start something outside of the home during that energy because it's not going to get the traction that you want it to have. Mm. So again, it's it's learning how to move with this energy and preparing for what's coming mm. as best we can. Yep. Yeah. So the seven year is another really big one. The seven year is the year of progressive change, of spiritual and personal growth and it's just really huge. It's a real year for going inward and just questioning everything. Mm. You need heaps more time on your own. It's a great year for study but it is a really mental year. Mm. It can bring up a lot of trust issues for people as well if there's been any trust issues lying dormant. They will absolutely come up to the surface. And, yeah, it's just really interesting. Like 
we see a lot of people go through their like dark night of the souls or, mm. or have like a spiritual awakening during this seven year because it is just such a deep a deep energy mm. and a very spiritual a spiritually connected time. Mm. So yeah, if you're going through that, <laughs> reach out <laughs> to support. Um, but it's really beautiful because on the other side of that is your eight year, and this is what we work towards. The eight year is your year of personal power and abundance. It's very karmic though. So whatever you have done the years before will catch up to you in that time. Mm -hmm. So if you've curated this life that's incredibly aligned, you've done things with the right intention, you will be rewarded for that. You'll really feel like you can step up into your power and to really embrace who you are and your innate doing sacredness. Mm -hmm that year mm. and it's an ab- and it'll bring an abundance but not just an abundance of money an abundance of love of happiness of health of whatever it is that you have been trying to manifest mm. it's like this huge big culmination of everything you've been trying to do and yeah it's like all your hard work pays off so mm. it's that's an incredible year it's kind of like you're in alignment yeah because i was going to say it's like whatever seeds you're planting will you know come to fruition mm. so yeah so like for me, my eight year, like I was so excited last time. I was like, yes, like here it comes. Like I know it's coming. Like I'm getting excited for it. But my life was so out of balance and so out of alignment that when it got here, me reclaiming my power and things meant my life had to crumble to regain my power. So that didn't feel very powerful at the time. But now that I'm out of it and I can reflect back, I can really see, oh, yeah, like that did play out exactly how it was meant to and I did reclaim my power. It just didn't happen in the way that I thought it would. Yeah, but like you were planting those seeds for that kind of thing to take place, I guess. Oh, for sure. Yeah, oh, completely. So cool. Mm. And then so the nine. So then you loop back to the nine. Right. So that's your year of endings oh, and yeah. completions and, and we start again. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Hopefully that isn't too complicated for people. I don't think it no, I don't think it's complicated. I think that was okay, pretty great. Yeah. So personal year. Mm. The day of the month you were born. Yep. The, the day, month. The month and the current year. Yep. Or the the year of your last birthday, basically. Right. So because my birthday hasn't been yet this year, would I add up twenty twenty two. Gotcha. Yep. So whatever year you just had your last birthday. You do that. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So how can how can you start to live this a little bit like in your life? So someone, for example, they're like, oh, okay, I've just found out I'm in a two personal year. Mm. What kind of things should I be doing in my life? How can I like live that two personal year in the vibration of it? What do I need to be on the lookout for? So I think with the two personal year specifically, it's just being open and really mindful of the people who are coming into your life and really reflecting on why they're here, what purpose they're here to serve and what you're here to learn from them because the people that drop into your life in a two year hold a lot more significance than in any other year. And it's really interesting when when I reflect on the people who have come into my life just since my birthday a few months ago, it's insane. Like, mm. It's so soul aligned mm. and expansive and just in complete alignment to my, to the foundation that I laid in my one year. Mm. And when I look at it from an astrological point of view and, and look at the, like, uh, the compatibility charts, of these connections that are coming in, like yourself, for example, there's such a deep soul connection and past life connection in these mm. in these relationships that are coming in. So it's just understanding what's going on and why and trusting that whatever is coming up is meant to and starting to really just trust and move with the cycle. Mm. I think so often we start to resist it especially in the nine year or like one of those bigger stickier years, you mm. naturally just want to re- like 
pull back. Feels like life is halting you almost. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. why is everything leaving? Like, yeah. why does like you know you're, you're in a seven year? Why does everything have to change? Like, mm. but you just have to trust that it's for. Do you mean this, the higher, this higher reason? Yeah, totally. And I think like what's really beautiful about that nine year cycle is you can see that life kind of goes up and down. <laughs> yeah. Like there's not this, cause I think we can all get into that. Like you see these memes on Facebook and like Instagram all the time. It's like, oh, I have life figured out for 45 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, you might have a year that feels so expansive and so amazing. And then the next year it feels more challenging and you can kind of question and be like, what am I doing wrong? Like, and it's like, no. This is just that wave of your life that you're always moving through, which is so cool. Mm. And then I think it also helps you to just give other people more grace as well. Yes. Like that's powerful. That's a good point you make. Knowing what your friends and family are working through has been such a game changer Mm. because Knowing that someone's in their year of endings and completions and you can see their life just falling down around them, you're going to give them more love and compassion and support them, especially if you're in one of the easier years Mm. and you have that space and that love to give. Mm. It's so powerful. And like knowing, like, you know, especially with your like romantic partner, knowing what pinnacle you're both working through, that's that's a really big one Mm. because – especially if you're in your first pinnacle or you haven't even started it, that's, that's like a core thing. Do you know what I mean? Like that's like a core wound that you see come up in your first pinnacle because that's like the one that you've been working with since birth, right? Mm. And so knowing, like it's like, a, it's like a direct insight into what your partner's going through and what they've been working through and what's been shaping their life until now. Mm. And that's super powerful too. So cool. Mm. And like as much as you are yeah, offering grace to people around you, like give yourself that same graciousness too. <laughs> yes. Good shout out. Yeah. Good shout out. It's just a whole way of, yeah, understanding ourselves, I think. It's so epic. And yeah, if you haven't already, go and figure out what personal year you are. Yeah. <laughs> go and figure out your life path number. And also in all of that, like, don't take yourself so seriously. Be, like, super curious about it. Like, yeah. oh, where is this vibration? Like, say me, for example, being in a four-year. All right, where can I see that showing up in my life? Where can I see that I'm resisting that energy in my life? Mm. And how do I need to adjust at the moment to really embrace that energy of four and, like, really let myself ask the questions? Mm rather than trying to keep running in the same way that you have. Like, yeah, I think figure out how can I let this energy come into my life. Where's the universe trying to guide you? Mm. And can you allow yourself just to flow with it? Yeah. So go back and re-listen to this episode as much as you need. Yeah. (laughs) And as if you're about to have a birthday coming up, because something that I've noticed is I can feel the energy slowly starting to shift because my birthday is in... It's this month now and I can feel that things are like, I almost feel like I'm coming out of the other side a little bit. Definitely. There's definitely an integration period. Yeah. And depending on if you've learned the lesson or not, depends on how far out you'll start to feel that migration. Mm. So if you've already kind of done most of the work that you're meant to do in this, you notice that it'll probably start to happen from about a month out. But if you haven't learned the lesson that you're meant to in this lifetime, it kind of follows you. And then you've got this blending of energy instead of a transition of energy. And it's really interesting. I I see a lot of clients who have just like, for example, come out of their four year and they didn't readjust their foundations. And so this stickiness is, has followed them into their five year Mm. and is impacting on their, what should be their year of freedom and adventure because they haven't, stopped to look at and shift what needs to be shifted Mm. and it's interesting seeing that because you know I'll start saying to them oh you know you should be feeling this and blah blah blah, like how good you know you've shifted Mm. vibes like no 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 like I still feel really heavy and Mm. you know and I'm like oh okay like there's still work that needs to be done there and you haven't let like the the universe hasn't let you let go of that right Mm. so that's a good one to to remember as well if, yeah. if you are 
in a personal year and you're like, this doesn't add up. Mm. That's probably why. No pun intended to this doesn't add up. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. So is there anything else in numerology that you think is like a cool foundation or an important thing just to like note or something else to add in there? I might just do a quick run through of your life path number and then later on we might do a deep dive into the number. Yeah. Cool. So it's kind of similar. Like once you understand the vibrations of the numbers, you start to see how they show up everywhere and all we're doing is interpreting that vibration. So if you're a one life path number, it means you're incredibly independent, you're a natural born leader, people want to follow you and you you learn by doing. You have to do things for yourself. If your mum said to you as a kid, don't touch that, it's hot, you have, you, you'd be the kid that's like, I'm just going to test that because <laughs> I need to learn for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, incredibly creative, incredibly innovative, have a very unique style and point of view in this world. So the one is a very masculine number as well. It's a number of doing. So like someone who like stands out from the crowd kind of? They lead the pack. Gotcha. Yep. Yep. They really lead the pack. So then you've got the two energy, which is the femme. Like this is kind of the opposite of the one. And so the two is all about empathy, connection, incredibly intuitive people. They feel everything. They experience everything. They're here to love people, to connect to people, to support people, help people. These are our our nurturers, our nurses, our our counsellors, our healers, you know. These are the people who hold space and, yeah, very sensitive. So they're really learning how to discern what's theirs to carry, to keep boundaries in place because that's quite hard for people that have a strong two placement because they want to help everyone. Mm. Um, But, yeah, they're just this beautiful, nurturing beings. Then we've got the three. The three loves to stand out. This is the... This is the I don't think I know any threes. You don't? I don't know. I'm swimming in threes. I need you? to find me a three in my life. If there's any threes, please come forward. <laughs> <laughs> Make yourself known. Um, yeah, the threes are really cool because uh, it's all about expression for them in this lifetime. They're learning how to really embrace their creativity, mm. use their voice to – we find that they're real, like they've got the gift of the gap. They're very good mm. salespeople. They're very – you know, like, look at me. Like, they, yep. they love they love the attention. But where their major lesson is, is learning how to express how they're feeling, not just what they're thinking. Mm. There's a real disconnect f- for them earlier on in life. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, once they can really start to embrace their full expression, that's when they really step into their power and they become unstoppable. Amazing. So th- is three the number of expression? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just ask a question? Yeah. Do these vibrations of the numbers, they their energy matches up with the personal year too? Like so one personal year is like you can see this. In, uh-huh. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. So it's all just energy and vibe. Like it's all just vibration. So each number holds a specific vibration and depending on what situation we're um, looking at, mm. you just slightly tweak. So side note again. Mm. Can you feel more like yourself if you are a life path number two and you're in a personal year? Does that feel – or that's – it depends yeah. what you're going through. depends what you're going through. Cool. It depends if you're in alignment. Gotcha. Um, it depends if you're bracing that aspect of yourself. Yeah. There are a lot of variables in that. Cool. It'll either feel really good or really quite shit. sticky. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. All right, continue yeah. on. <laughs> so if you're a four, you're like the most reliable person in this in this spectrum if a four tells you they're going to do something they will 100% do it they're the backbone of every company they are so reliable so consistent and so stable in their energy like they're just very grounded practical individuals Mm. these are usually our accountants you know people that need or like our analysts Mm. people that are able to really look at something and dive deep into it which is really cool yeah the thing that they need to watch is um just be dropping into routine so heavily that life just becomes 
boring and like groundhog day or something yeah yep. and like you know they can be quite rigid in their routines we see a lot of ocd tendencies coming in here um because they love the routine so much mm. so just being really mindful of that and making sure you can still flow with life as things yeah. appear instead of yeah your way or the highway kind mm. of thing and potentially letting your routine adjust as you need yes yeah yeah which can feel quite hard mm. for the four yeah mm. Then we've got the five energy. The five is all about, again, like they they hate routine. They're like the opposite. They want to travel. They want to create life their way. They want to make their own rules. Mm-hmm. They don't want to do anything that's conventional, basically. These are the people that will have multiple career paths. They're probably juggling multiple projects. They've, they've probably got a corporate career, a side hustle, and, you know, a podcast on the side. <laughs> are you a five? <laughs> Are you? I have a five soul. I was going to say, this is sounding very much like you. <laughs> um, but yeah, variety, variety is key for these people. Spice of life. Yeah, but again, easily scattered in their energy because there's always so much going on. Right. So it's really using your discernment to make sure that you're not chasing too many things and burning yourself out. Mm. Um, then we've got the six. The sixes are like the mother hens. It's like that. They're kind of like a Venus energy, you know, like this beautiful, sensual, just motherly energy. And they're here to love and create beauty in the world, Mm. which is really nice. Like Mm. literally as long as they're loving people, nurturing people, mothering them, making things look pretty, they're happy. Love it. Really happy. Nice. What do they need to be aware of? What are their challenges? Challenges is dropping into perfectionist tendencies and blocking themselves from yep. from moving forward um, because because they want everything to be so beautiful and seem perfect. Mm. It can be a real challenge and a real block. Mm. And we often see that they put everyone else first all the time, being that mother, that their needs often aren't met and there's not a lot of self-love. Mm. So that's really something they're here to work through. Yeah. Mm. nice and then we have the seven so the seven is all about like they the sevens are smart they're very Mm. smart they are very analytical but also very spiritual like they're very tapped in Mm. and they often end up in this real dance because part of them wants to believe in like all the spiritual stuff but the other part's like no i need you to prove it oh yeah i've got a couple of sevens in my life (laughs) my dad and my brother are both sevens yeah Mm mm-hmm yeah. And like they need facts. Like yeah. They want to believe and part of them does, but then there's this other part that's, it's kind of like a trust issue. They're born yeah. with a trust issue. Like a skepticism type thing. Yeah. Yeah. And just generally there's like a bit of trust thing going on for them mm. just in their life. Um, they need to be really careful of hermiting away from the world and mm. fully reclusing because, yeah. That it can turn into like alienation type. Yeah. Yeah. I think because they are so smart and they do – they are so connected to energy. Mm. It can kind of sometimes just feel harder to be out in the world and it's mm. easy to be inward and their minds kind of get them stuck. They get stuck mm. in loops really easily. Because they've is it like they've got that energy of like spirituality but also analytical? Yeah. So it's like these are po- like you're opposing all the time sort of thing? Yeah, and it's draining yeah. and you get stuck in your own mind mm. and if you don't have an outlet for that, it can just become all-consuming. Mm. Um, but, yeah, like it's the number of the genius like these, the the life path seven have the ability to create anything they want and like come up with whole new concepts, mm. like study deep thinkers, deep thinkers, mm. really deep thinkers. Cool, yeah. So they're really cool. Um, eight, eight's interesting because it's the most karmic number, mm. and it's a number of power and abundance, and but what we see is a lot of people getting caught up in the in a power trip. So these are our CEOs. These people can manifest anything they want. Mm. Their energy is so powerful and palpable. People are just drawn to them because of this huge aura that they carry. Mm. But just as they can manifest things really quickly, they can lose everything just as quickly if they aren't in alignment because they're here to lead by example because of this karmic connection in. So that one's really interesting to watch as well. Mm. Um, so, yeah, if you are an eight life path number, 
be incredibly aware of your intentions and the reason why you're doing something. And if it doesn't feel aligned, don't do it because, yeah, you you have such a huge karmic influence in this mm. life. Wowza. Mm. And then so lastly we have the nine. The nine energy is the humanitarian. It's the teacher. It's I the love me some nines. Oh, you love nines. <laughs> Holly's surrounded by nines. They keep showing up everywhere. Everywhere. Love them. If you're a nine, welcome into my world because I'm sure you'll <laughs> pop up soon. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. It's So once you start to notice numbers, you'll notice patterns everywhere. Um, hang on, I'll finish the nine first. <laughs> uh, so you guys, you're here to learn the lessons of the masses. It's the most universal number known to man. So it's literally the combination of everything. And it's super big. It's a really big one to carry. You learn lessons on mass. You teach on mass. You're a natural mentor. You have this deep empathy and knowing for people of what people are going through, and you can help guide them through different situations. You're deeply loyal, very trustworthy people. Mm. And once a nine loves you and accepts you as their own, like they will defend you to the hilt mm. or anything they believe in. Yeah, it's mm. a very strong energy. It's really cool. Love that. So, yeah, this one more thing is like this. So, like, once you start to notice patterns, it's interesting to observe what it's trying to teach you mm. and why is it coming up. Mm. So, f- just for an example, Holly's like started attracting all of these nine life path numbers at the exact moment that she's fully stepping into this humanitarian teacher. And so that's being mirrored back to her, this beautiful vibration, this powerful nine energy, this culmination of universal wisdom and truth is being reflected back to you and all these individuals because that's what you're here to embrace in this moment as you start to move into your teacher training, Mm. you know, and as you start to, you know, guide people through this podcast Mm. and through your other practices. So cool. So cool. Yeah. And like, yeah. Yeah, so many things. <laughs> all the things. I could talk numbers for days, but I could listen I for hope, days. I hope you all enjoyed this and didn't find it too overwhelming. I'm absolutely happy to answer any of your questions and help guide you through this. And I'll pop a link to some resources, um, some worksheets in this episode so that you can easily identify what your life path number is mm. and what personal year you're in and just like a little cheat sheet breakdown so you can refer back to that I think that will help you to have a a resource to to guide this episode love it I'm gonna go download that resource (laughs) (laughs) BRB be right back right now (laughs) too good all right guys thank you for tuning in please share this comment review all the things it really really helps us out and helps us to build out this community and thanks for listening See you on the next episode.